Hello and welcome to Speak Your Truth and Look Good Doing It podcast. My name is Camila, or as you've seen me online, Maria Camila. I'm a brand strategist, photographer, and videographer. This work is about amplifying the visibility of conscious leaders and brands who are wanting to leave this world better than they found it. This podcast is about letting ourselves be seen, both physically and spiritually, and highlighting the nuances we experience as we are growing both personally and professionally. Thank you for being here, and let's go ahead and dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I wanted to remind you, I am booking brand packages for entrepreneurs that are outside of Arizona. So if you are interested in working together, just book a call with me to understand how we can make your vision come to life. And yeah, I wanted to give you that reminder. I'm not just local to AZ. I'm happy to come to you and we can make your vision come to life. And Okay, we're going to dive straight into the episode. This is a vulnerable one. And you know with vulnerability when when like you're in the middle of an emotion and you're like, wow, I just tackled something big. Like this is an iceberg. I am hitting the tip of the iceberg. But whoa, is there an entire like you know how the bottom half of the iceberg is like ginormous. I think of those videos on TikTok where they show an iceberg as it starts flipping and it shows how like ginormous the bottom part of the iceberg is and it's a different color and it like creates these waves and anyway, I'm experiencing that right now emotionally. Like I <laughs> I just like I hit an iceberg and we are rotating where I'm really uncovering Like, dang, I've been really holding on to these things about myself. So as you probably heard in some of the episodes, I am part of a coaching mastermind, business mastermind. It's more of a high-level mastermind. It's usually for coaches, but me being a creative and I I really trusted the like my business coach, which PS, that's the power of brand when you're really passionate about your work and you feel confident that you can help someone, they they will go to you and they will pay for you. And that's how I chose my business coach. And which has been such an amazing decision. I know a lot of people have a lot of things to say about coaches, but what I love about my coach is that there is no gatekeeping. Like you can literally go to their podcast right now and they can teach you something, get a result. And even though she's niched down for... Latina women, I I personally believe her content is actually excellent. I think anybody could benefit from her work. So anyways, speaking of what this podcast is about is letting ourselves be seen in the physical form, which is what I do, right? Photography and videography. But it's also letting ourselves be seen just intellectually as we are growing and evolving and 
uh, brand value I'm adopting to my line of work. And I, and I know it's a common value like with my clients and everybody else. And that is that transparency is accessibility. And I know a lot of us care about accessibility and serving our people, making us as, as accessible as possible to each other. And I really want to embody that in my business. And I, I'm doing that right now with my content and with this line of work. So let's get back to the iceberg with what was discovered. And let's unpack this. <laughs> so when it comes to what I'm learning right now with business coaching, is you and like how confident you are in your line of work all of this is reflecting basically what you believe about yourself subconsciously and I know there's tons of subconscious help out there like I know there's hypnotherapy and I've kind of tried this before there is also psychedelic medicine which I have a psychedelic medicine episode just scroll back and you'll see it Um, So I've dabbled with a lot of self-help. I've gone to therapy. I have gone to, um, yeah, I've gone to, I haven't gone to a healer now that I think about it, but I've just have been in the self-help world for a long time. And I like to read a lot of books and I'm I'm very big on self-development. And obviously I've gone business coaching, which is what I'm doing now. And the reason why I chose this program is because even though it's business, a lot of it comes down is to mindset. But when I say mindset, it talks about is our thoughts, like our perspective of ourselves, our perspective of our work, our perspective of our clients, because what we think about everything I just mentioned, what you think of your life for that matter. All of this is going to reflect how enthusiastic you will take action or how you will not take action. All of this is dependent on your belief system. So if your belief system is not in alignment with the results you want to create, then you got to do the work. And what's interesting is that the work is really simple. And because it's so simple, it's overlooked. And I have been overlooking this for a long time time. It honestly pains me to say this. I'm kind of embarrassed to be honest. But the topic that came up was like if you are not like okay, I'll just explain more. I've been getting feedback when it comes to my work in regards to my pricing. Kind of like, "Oh, your pricing is really low," or I had someone tell me, "With your pricing being that low, it's telling me that like it makes me f- like like I paid 4k for someone else when it came to this for like a photo shoot a brand photo shoot or my branding photo shoot and when I see your pricing it's it like makes me think that maybe it's not as high quality and that really got me thinking got me thinking a lot about like just myself and how it kind of led me down this path of how do I see myself as an artist And I was also thinking about just in the cohort that I'm in, I mean, it's a cohort of other coaches and I coach people a little bit, but at the end of the day, I'm a creative, I'm a strategist, like I give you the map and, but I'm not the coach, at least as of right now, I'm not a coach, I'm just a strategist and then a content creator, I'm an artist and 
Anyways, and I noticed that a lot of these coaches, some of them have been coaching for like two years or some have been doing it for like a few years, like five years, like let, or even I think I'm trying to think of even my business coach. I mean, she's had a lot of growth, but I think she's been doing it for like about three, four years or so, which she's incredible at, by the way. But the point is that I'm looking at these people and I see them. I was like, wow, they are so, I'm really impressed by a lot of the people in this cohort. Everyone is truly just so incredible. And it has shown me just how there truly is a different level of operating when you are a high performer or when you just really care about like becoming that next level of yourself. That being said... A lot of them have been in their line of work for at least less than 10 years, okay? And then I was thinking of myself, and I was like, because I I realized that with coaches, their work is about like, yes, they're business owners, but they also need to be good coaches. So like the coaching aspect is their art. And then I was thinking of myself, I'm like, oh, I'm not a coach, but like my result, my product is my photography and I had this realization with myself that I'm like wow I because people ask me all the time how long have you been doing photography and I say forever like at this point it has just been like forever and I started photography when I was about 16 years old I am now 31 (laughs) so it has been over 15 years doing the math right yeah over 15 years what almost 16 years am I even from 26 26 27 28 29 30 31 15 years I did my math wrong but the point is that I have been doing my craft for 15 years and That's when it really hit me that I'm like, wow, I have been underestimating myself so much. I have been, I've been operating as a person as if I just picked up photography yesterday or like last year when I have been devoted to this line of work. Like this feels like my calling to express myself in this way, to create in this way and to When I'm in the studio working with someone one-on-one and getting that person to open up and creating a bond with someone in front of me and letting them open up to me and just creating beautiful work together or even like who, I don't know, I, I just had this moment where I'm like, wow, like this is what, this is what I mean by it's so insidious, the thought work. I realized that, and the reason why I bring up me being in this cohort with all these incredible coaches, I was just like, I'm not new at this game. I have been at this game, I think, longer than everybody else in this cohort has been in their game. And and this is not to say that I'm better than anyone or anything. It's just like it's mirroring back to me just how little I have valued just myself as a photographer, not even as a strategist or not even as a 
uh, videographer, which I actually do love even the work that I'm doing with videography, but there's, they're relatively new skills I have picked up over the last couple years, uh, versus photography, which I have been doing forever. And anyways, that was a huge realization for me. And th- and I, like I said, this was the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and I think I expressed my thought work in a previous um in a previous podcast talking about talking about intentional thoughts that unintentional thoughts that we have around ourselves and our offers because it was brought to my attention that what we think of our offers and this was brought to my attention by my business coach was what we think are our offers or what we think are of ourselves is going to affect how we're showing up in our business and how it is that we are selling said offer. And and then that's when it hit me. I got had to get very honest with myself. And this is this is the beauty of this work and or journaling altogether is that you don't have to be polished here. You get to be as raw, honest as possible to really get down to the nitty-gritty <laughs> of what is lying in your subconscious about what you believe about your work. And I'm going to share a little bit of that with you. Ugh. But hey, I want to share this with you because this is growth and this is what I believe accessibility is. And I've actually worked it out a little bit more, but um, I'm going to tell you. Here we go. So my unintentional thought was being a good artist is dependent on how much PR someone has or how many Instagram followers someone has or if they have photographed big brands and influencers. That's what defines a good artist. And the thoughts that I was having just by that sentence I just shared was just, ooh, it was so ugly, but I'm going to share some with you. I wrote, that explains it. You're not good enough because the outside world hasn't given you that validation. You're not as good as this other person whose work is incredible and they've gotten a ton of PR. You're not even cohesive enough. You're not even consistent enough. You're not aesthetic enough. You're not good enough. You're still sucking. Even after all these years, you still haven't reached a point of being good. Your camera doesn't even focus correctly. (laughs) Oh... My camera. P.S. I'm not a huge person on gear. So I have been shooting with a Nikon D800, which is this is a camera that's it's kind of old and the focus on it is kind of janky sometimes. And cameras like Sony, for instance, have incredible focus. And so anyway, that's why I wrote that. I'm like, your camera doesn't even focus correctly. And as a result of me operating and thinking in this way, no wonder that I'm feeling sad. I'm not showing up for my business in that type of way. I'm not talking about my work in this type of way. I'm not embodying the person or more more like I am embodying the person that thinks these things. And it shows up as continuing to play small, continuing to talk about my work like it's small, Um, Looking at it like it's small, looking at it with eyes of scarcity, 
And it, it's like I, I'm still operating as if I started photography yesterday, when in reality, I have been doing this work for over 10 years. Plus, I'm like reaching like, I'm about to go down the other hill of 15 years, about to like reach almost 20 years, like from five years from now of me doing this line of work. And even just saying that, like this is when things get real and I feel myself feeling very vulnerable on this podcast because and usually with my podcast, I can be very polished and I can be very objective, but I, I feel like I'm truly, ooh, we are opening up here, man. And so anyway, that was, that's when I uncovered more of the iceberg, more of like the, really the wounds and the ugly and like, wow, there's really, there's some hurt happening there. And now the next part of the thought process was, how about we just think of ourselves a little better? So just the same idea or the same statement of being a good artist is dependent on how much PR you have or how many Instagram followers you have. And then my higher self came in. I swear I was typing this like a mad woman. My higher self was just like, no, 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 no. Sit down and we're going to talk about this. And we're not going to let you spin out and think about things in this way. This is my higher self speaking. (laughs) And I wrote, hell no. It has nothing to do with how you present your work. You can be a good artist and have a small following. It's also about how you present the work and the emotion that you share with it. It's also about how you make people feel. You're an artist and that is not weird. You are an artist that is not weird and obscure. You actually help people out and help them be seen. You're out there in the community. You're helping people out. You're not gatekeeping. You actually give a lot of fucks. Your work is also not shitty. It's so aesthetic and chic and beautiful. You have an eye for beautiful things and it's reflected in your Airbnb that you designed, in your apartment, in the way you dress, in the even some of your graphic design skills, in your mood boards, in the ambience you put together. You're an artist and you're of the people. And fuck everyone else in the quote elite groups who gatekeep the fuck out of the work they do and are unbothered by the racism or sexism or inequalities that exist even in the world of just... I just think of fashion photographers or I think of that whole industry and how it all just seems so hush-hush and like gatekept. And part of the work that I'm doing right now, which is actually part of the work that I even want to share to you, the listener, is you really need to elevate the, the version of yourself. And I even had issue with this of me thinking like, that I actually was an artist and that I'm a good artist because I care so much. And I really, and I, and I listen to the feedback that my clients tell me after we spend some time together of how I make them feel and how I take the time to let them unwind or how I take the time to let them feel they're awkward because getting your photo taken is super freaking awkward. And anyways, I... It's so incredibly important to pull your power back. And like I said, it's so simple and it's so insidious. Like it's so, 
Like, unless you are, I've heard of this type of work before, but I take this work significantly more serious now that I'm part of the mastermind group. And now that I've also just, I realized that I have educated myself with so much business stuff, so much marketing stuff, so much photography stuff, so much videography stuff, all the tech, that it's to a point that all this over-education that we are doing is not hitting the spot if we're not addressing the elephant in the room, which is our thoughts and our beliefs that we have about ourselves and our work. And I'll share with you more on my thought process. And I'm also sharing this with you in hopes that maybe some of you relate to this and maybe relates with like, how you find passion in the things that you are doing. Because sometimes we have the voices of other people that are really good at their job, but sometimes we don't even want to do their job. Like for instance, I think of a fashion photographer and that probably shoots celebrities and big brands. And sometimes when you're working for a big famous client, even though it's like a, it could be like an ego boost and it could be really fun. Sometimes working with the big brands or with the big bloggers, it's not fun because you're just kind of like an employee or you get bossed around or or sometimes you just say yes to a job out of just wanting to have that on your portfolio. But the way that client treats you, it's, it's like you didn't take that gig out of like high respect for yourself. You took that gig because you wanted that external validation. And I think... The beauty of taking your power back is personally, I think the best client is a client that is open-minded and it's not even like a big influencer client or nothing like that. To me, my best clients are the ones that we have a similar vision, we align really well and with our values and we're just able to co-create in a way that I trust me, they trust, I trust them, they trust me and it's just like so beautiful and fun to co-create. And it's just so important to reprioritize and like take our power back. And all right, I'm now going to share with you what I wrote in regards to what actions um, I take based on this new way of thinking where I now take my power back. So the actions I'm likely to take or that I'm inspired to take is I want to share more. Like for instance, that's why I started recording this podcast. I immediately felt like this is this is incredibly important. I need to share this right now. And it said, I want to share more. I want to take more action and share my thought process with people. I want to be an artist that is luxurious and chic and strategic and damn good at her job. And also of the people, the one who gives all the fucks. So many artists are so good, but come off so elitist. So many artists are snobby and mysterious and gatekeep everything. They fake it till they make it and it's stupid. And you are of the people and you're going to make money because of it. And fuck it. But in a good way. And the results that can come of this thinking and thinking of these actions is... Keep marketing your business. Keep sharing that fiery truth. This is your new path of how you'll be an artist. This is your lane and it looks 
different than other artist lanes. And that is your power. If you want to lead and tell your clients to be themselves, you got to lead first, baby. You're part of the... I actually read this. Um, I read there's a this marketing company. They're called an ethnographic marketing company, which is a fancy work for saying that they're a marketing company that they um, cater to. The way they described it is the global majority which is marginalized people, but he's like, or as we like to refer as the global majority, or even how they also wrote of the historically underestimated audience. And I love that reframe, which has me thinking even of my, the way I think of my clients. Like I think that if you are fat, if you are a single mom, if you're an immigrant, if you are black, if you are... Um, I'm trying to think if you are disabled in any way, if you are trans in any way, if you have just any kind of disability, or even if you're just an incredibly sensitive person and you feel like you just don't belong in certain spaces, like that's your power. And I realized that that's what I teach, but now I'm, gosh, I am like uncovering a new layer. Like I told you, it's the iceberg. It's like this whole new life is being born and it's significant and it's new. And anyways, some other notes that I took on here was stay focused. This is a new muscle you're building. And of course, it feels new. Of course, this feels like, what am I doing? Like you're adapting and it's new. And some other words here, again, this was my higher self, just given me all the wisdom I needed to hear, which was, if you want to create greatness out of thin air, these are the thoughts that will grow your business and your impact. Practice believing them and practice embodying them. You're creating the world you wish to see. And of course, it's new. That's what innovation looks like. Duh. Of course. This is the work, girlfriend. This is how Cat, which is my business coach, was able to change her perspective on how women of color love to invest in themselves and her work has been life-changing for you. You got to believe the same things about yourself. And I also got me thinking of, it got me thinking of how I was also part of the wounding that I had in regards to me stepping into my voice was because Coming from Utah, like I mentioned, I saw photographers that blew up on Instagram or they moved to LA and shot for big models, big influencers, big magazines, and just became famous and shot. And now they're like really well known. Like they are big, not, they're not just famous in Utah, but they're actually really well known even in the fashion industry. Like these people have really blown up and there's a part of me that feels a wounding of like, man, I haven't blown up in that way. And but then I, again, I had to remember that it's like, you are of the people and you don't even like shooting models. I mean, yeah, shooting models, it's fun, but that's not your bread and butter. That's not where you feel like it's your biggest purpose. You love working with people of the real world that is creating something meaningful, like that is your person. So reel it back and pull it together because you don't even want to live that life. 
And this is something that my friend Christina, Christina Lopez, oh, such a genius, a comment that she said once was, you don't even want the community that somebody else has. You don't even want the clout that, or like you don't want their life. You just like the authority that they have. You just like the clout that they have. But you don't want to live their life. And that's exactly what my higher self was telling me as I'm naming these people that just have done so well for themselves. But it's like, you don't even want to do that. You don't even want to be a blogger or an influencer. <laughs> like, yes, you want visibility, of course, and I want impact and I want my business to grow and I want success for my clients. And I want my clients to also transform their self-concept and all of those things. Like, yes, I do have big aspirations for myself, but not in that way. And then I also, it got me thinking of companies that I really admire or even just leaders who I really admire and I'll name some of them. One of them is like uh, Jesse Williams. He was a star of Grey's Anatomy and he's like the, he has like the big blue eyes but he's an activist and he talks a lot about police brutality and or he talks about like black people in Hollywood and how they don't get the recognition that they deserve and just the way he talks about things like like it's like he uses his likeness for good and for impact and I realized that that's what I love I love the people that have a backbone and stand up for what's right and show up and are not afraid of being controversial they're just out there doing the damn work and doing what's right like those are my people where I was also thinking of AOC. AOC is another, she's a very popular politician, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And, but just like, I love her candor and her just, she's so involved with the community and she could be problematic at times, of course, as we can all be. But I love that she has a voice and I love that she uses her privilege for good and how she's able to rally around. Like, I'm so inspired by that. And I was also thinking of this this company. They're called Worthy. Like I mentioned earlier, they are a uh, ethnographic marketing company, and it was started by Miles Worthington. And I believe he he used to be a Netflix executive, and then he started his own uh, marketing company. And just their ethos and everything that they stand for is just incredible to me. And he, I found him on LinkedIn because. He created a post about how uh, during the Super Bowl, for Super Bowl commercials, the majority of directors or creative directors or filmmakers that were part of the, like that were all involved in just the making of the Super Bowl, uh, there were barely any black creatives that were involved in it. And so he created a post that said, oh, you don't have any black people on your roster. Like you don't have any black creators that you can reach out to. And creators isn't even the correct word. Like these are filmmakers, like extremely talented people. And I shouldn't say creators are not talented, but you get what I mean. And he just said on the post, on the LinkedIn post, he writes, He's like, oh, you don't have anybody else on your roster? Well, here you go. I'm about to give you a list of like extremely talented, incredible um, creatives here. And he provides like a list of like 10 to 15 people 
um, that they could hire they could have hired for the Super Bowl. And so when I see stuff like that of people that think big and know that they're meant for something big, like I'm like, that's what it's about. Like that's that's what I personally am inspired by. And again, this is me, like I was telling you at the beginning of this of this podcast. I'm so fired up about it. But it's like it's like this this uh iceberg is being revealed to me of just like like this is my power. This is the things that I really care about. I've had these insecurities that really were just distractions and I I like the clout that they have. And I'm not going to like lie about that because why would I? Like I I just want to be sincere and honest with you. But but I don't want their life because I want to be of the people. I want to be with my community. I want to be of service to people and I want to uplift everyone around me. And that requires me to have a voice that requires me to let myself be seen. That requires me to heal. And that requires me to do the work. And this is what it looks like. And anyways, the the last little bits of advice that I gave myself is I'm like pouring all of this on this piece of paper is just is just saying like this lane is a significant lane and it's new and it's okay to feel stressed about it it's okay if it feels uncomfortable it's okay even if you are working this out right now and those insecurities aren't gone by tomorrow but just the awareness of it is enough to get you to just pivot to a new perspective that serves you better because if you want to have that big vision, if you want to have that business, that impact, that community, that visibility, that influence, if you want that, you really need to start believing in the things that really fire you up. So anyways, that is it for the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. That was I'm curious how long it's going to take as I process this, but all I want to say to you is it's incredibly important for you to do work on yourself and, and I don't know, hire a business coach, hire a therapist, do psychedelic therapy, or I mean, I'm not the doctor, obviously you know best. I'm just saying whatever modality works for you, I really highly encourage you to do something to just heal that part of yourself that is telling you to be quiet because if you're getting a gut instinct that you are meant to be seen, you're meant to create something significant, but you feel like the world has let you down because you are neurodivergent or you are, I don't know, you're just nervous or you know, you haven't seen anyone in the industry speak to those needs. And anyways, I just... I believe in you. I believe in your weirdness. I believe in your gut instincts. I believe in the calling that you had, which is what led you to listen to this podcast, what led you to start your business, what led you to create whatever it is that you're creating. I trust that gut instinct that you had. And I'm here to support you and help amplify that. And I'm here to co-create with you if you let me. So... 
Okay, if you have value this, just repost it or send me a message. Let me know. When you give me feedback, it helps me understand how best I can serve you. Other than that, thank you so much for being here. And we'll catch you on the next episode.